Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one train track gliding minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And uh, joining us today, returning champion, Ali Coluccio. Welcome back. Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Uh, glad we could, uh, glad we could get you back, uh, before wrapping it all up. I'm very glad that we just kind of, uh, in Back to the Future fashion, got it in, like, just in time. Just in time. Right, yeah. Exactly. Um, so today we are going back to Minute 103, which starts with a glorious wreck and ends with the DeLorean slowing to a stop. On the train tracks of 1985. Yeah, it's like a Pixies song. It's like <laughs> loud, quiet, loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh, yesterday um, with our with our previous guest, uh, we left her with the train in midair. <laughs> 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 so. Um, so that wasn't very nice of us, but, uh, but Allie, uh, started, got to start, got to start her, uh, I got to start my, uh, my session with a bang. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course I was going to make that joke. Um, yeah. I like that. I think I had originally told you guys, I'm like, I just want anything to do with the train and what I get with the train. Is it exploding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's a train, um, uh, train. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so the um I I love the wreck. I think it looks uh it, it it's it's funny because I I think the the wreck is it I think the the explosions like there's like the explosion and it's just like off time with everything like and then there's that like extra transitional smoke cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that it, you're like, oh, the the cloud of smoke we made on the day wasn't big enough to cover up the track and get the transition that we want. So <laughs> more just, smoke, more smoke, cover it up, um, which I uh, I really like. And then the the model uh, bridge. Oh yeah, with the with the little Delorean miniature uh, <laughs> that shows up is uh, I I just I I love that, and it's the sort of thing where. You know, you're watching this thing in theaters. You're not going to really or just watching this anytime. You're not really going to notice that this is a miniature because it's really shot at an angle that you don't see miniature shot at very much. I, I did not know it was a miniature. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I figured like when you think about it, but it's sure. not what I would have guessed with. I would have guessed they went to a separate location and like smooshed the or, or uh, glided mm. the smooshed it's a technical word uh oh. <laughs> smooshed the delorean down the track well i think well what i think what was what the problem was is that um the bridge is a real bridge um not the one you're looking at but it's a real bridge because like when we cut to the other shot of the of the delorean coming like toward the camera um you can see the bridge in the background yes but 
that bridge isn't going over a ravine. <laughs> so it kind of looks like um, it's not going over a, a ravine. Right, yeah. The the ravine is uh you know, a thing in, in uh Northern California, like where they shot it, um yeah. and is uh not a thing in the actual Hill Valley uh <laughs> where they're shooting this train track. Um but so they needed the to match the bridge with the <laughs> with the ravine that we saw the train go down in, so they just like kind of combined the two things into this little miniature shot. Um, which I, I just love seeing the little micro machine DeLorean just like making its way, <laughs> you know, making its way downtown. Not to uh, not to, not not to be spoilers or anything, but there is something <laughs> a little there is something a little melancholy about this, it, about the DeLorean just puttering down this lonely track on its its last last. Yeah. It is very sad, like and it's almost. It's a little bit like a really sad parade that no one really wanted to see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the way that that Marty is like bashfully waving to all of the people who are in cars that are stopped because the railroad tracks are down. Yeah. (laughs) And they've now got to deal with like, this is not a, I don't want a freight train. It's not even a train. Why am I stopped? Yeah. What the hell's a DeLorean doing on the train tracks? Why is it? What is this sad parade? (laughs) You made a train out of a DeLorean? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's uh it's really I don't know. It's funny. And then we get the we get the sign of the Eastwood Ravine. Um mm. we we get confirmation that uh somehow the ravine was named after Clint Eastwood who mm-hmm. apparently died in that glorious wreck. <laughs> Man, what a story that must have been. I know. That guy know. killed himself. Well, the only How person who it? could... My train! <laughs> well, the only way that uh, that story could have been spread is if Doc did it, right? Like, Doc Doc is the only person who knew that Marty was on that train, because when they robbed the train, they were wearing uh, bandanas over their faces, so... Yeah, definitely. As as yeah. one does when one robs right. the train. Right. Um, so, you know... Uh, Doc had to tell everybody that he like died a hero or something. He took down the bandits, um, but uh, took the train off the off the ravine in yeah. the process. I don't know. Uh, I really like the sign that says, "If you lived here, you'd be home by now." Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid. It is. It's kind of like well, it's, it's just it's vague. it's it's adorable because he's he's home. You know, like yeah. he just he got home, and and I just. I really like that that's the sign that he passes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the first time we've seen that sign? I feel like we had to have seen that sign in a Back to the Future somewhere at some point. But I, I don't know that we've seen that exact sign. I feel like we've seen – we've definitely seen Hilldale signs. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if we've seen that exact sign or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't remember what it looks like. We've seen Hill Valley. Time is but a slave to us. Mm-hmm. That sign, <laughs> yeah, that sign. Uh, also, I love when you take this into context, into the context of what was going on in the previous minute, which was just like you know, it started with Clara hanging off the train, and 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 you know, uh, 
Marty's like, I'm going to throw you the hoverboard and he's going to throw Doc the hoverboard and Doc is hanging on and he grabs the hoverboard and he grabs Clara and they, you know, go off into the sunset and Marty's like, okay, here it comes. And he's going to close his eyes and it's this big, exciting thing. And then, and then now we're just coasting, drifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like on the tracks. Like what a build up to just like nothing. Like, <laughs> and he's just back to it. He's just now he's just an asshole on a train track. <laughs> right. He's that guy. He's yeah. that idiot yeah. driving down the train track. There's right. one guy that gets out of his car to get a better look <laughs> at, at them. And that feels like overkill to me. <laughs> I don't think that I, would be I get out of believe my car. What I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, it's, like a, it's not a dinosaur. It's and, it's and it's not like he's been stopped for that long either. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got road rage issues. Why? Yeah. Yeah. That's really weird. Uh, I don't know why you would get out of your car. That is really strange. Weird move, guy in a white shirt. Weird move. Yeah. I kind of, I really wanted uh, the hobo to be here. (laughs) That would have been amazing. Yeah. (laughs) He's like waiting for the next train to come by so he can like, he can, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got his little uh, uh, what what are those the bu- bundle uh, bundle stuff? What is yeah. that thing called? Bindle yeah. sack. B- yeah, bindle sack. Yeah, he's got his little bindle sack. You know, he's, <laughs> or, uh, he's ready to hop a train. I would ride also, the trains. I would also accept uh, Mister and Mrs. Orville. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd be dead. They long dead. Oh, that's true. That was in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were elderly in the fifties. Like, no, yeah. I like the I, I, I like the idea of it of it being like the hobo and like there's the blast of air to like wake him up and flush his hair back, except that there's no way that the DeLorean right. is, is making that much speed. Yeah, I um I do have uh, questions about that because like the DeLorean, I mean I assume Well, it was going eighty eight miles an hour. I mean it has right. to Right, so right, right. Well, how so, long so like, is is this like the Fast and the Furious runway, where it's like, how long is this train track that he slows down to like, I don't know, five ten miles an hour from eighty eight that quickly? Yeah, because he doesn't have brakes. Like this no. was a really like thrown together operation. Yeah, there's no way like Doc bothered to put brakes on the DeLorean uh, that oh, would yeah. work on train tracks. There's no way. Um. So like he just like you know, and he was streaming out of the the you know the time portal really fast. Um, eighty miles an you know. hour, one would say. Right, eighty eight miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, like like when if we see the little, we knew exactly how fast he was. Going. <laughs> but when when we see like the little the little Hot Wheels DeLorean come bursting out of there, like it's it's going the full eighty eight miles per hour. It's a fast, and then the next time we see it, it's like crawling to a stop, and I feel like. At eighty-eight miles per hour, I mean, like I, I don't know. I maybe the maybe the DeLorean is like on the on on the track really tight or something. Maybe I'm maybe not sure. New tracks versus the old tracks. I feel like maybe. there should be sparks involved, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I, 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 but I love the gag. I, I, I love the gag. But I almost feel like I would have liked the gag more if the DeLorean had just gone by like at like, you know, 40 miles an hour and everyone sure. was like, what was that? What was was that a DeLorean? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> what is, why is that? I haven't seen one of those since 84. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a DeLorean doing it on the train tracks. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I really, uh, I think this, this is like a really fun, it's a great way to bring the movie to like a screeching halt after uh, <laughs> what, what happened previously. Because, you know, the last time this sort of thing happened, we were in the first movie and it was big and exciting. And then you send, mm-hmm. you send Marty back and then you get that moment where as soon as the DeLorean goes back, Doc like sits up and is like, oh my God, it worked. And you have that bit where he's like running through the fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it like chills out for a little there too. And so I guess this is the this is the the equivalent of that, of like yeah. that. It's sort of it's allowing the audience to breathe a, a victory sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Because right. our science our science boys have done it again. Oh right. science boys. <laughs> the origin the OG science boys. OG. OG science boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bruce and Tony who? <laughs> um but uh yeah, I, I I really I like this I like this moment a lot. I think it's I think it's really good. Um and uh he is I, I just I wanna know like I wonder what Marty's what's Marty's plan here? Because I mean not to spoil anything about what's happening later, but like How's he gonna? What? What is he planning on getting this thing off of the train tracks or what? Like, what, yeah, yeah. Like, what's his? I bet he. I, I bet that's what he's thinking about in this minute. Oh, like, it's like oh, oh right. boy. Now I am. I am back home, but I am on a DeLorean that can't. That does not have tires. Right. <laughs> I'm trapped I'm on, on these on train an tracks. undrivable DeLorean on the train tracks. Right. I don't know what the train yeah. schedule's like. Yeah, that's uh, I I I I feel like this is something that should have been more thought out by Doc. I wonder if Doc told him, gave him any advice, like, oh yeah, and then when you get back, like, just you know, call a train tow truck or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, Mahoney, there's a triple A card in your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doc. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't have to tip him. It's interesting. Um. So, uh, so there, there's more to talk about in uh, in later minutes. But uh, Ali, uh, what are your what are your thoughts of on the third film? Um, I fun fact, uh, I saw the third uh, Back to the Future movie as a uh, at a birthday party. Aww. Oh, I believe it was my birthday party, but I don't know because I think it came oh. out not at all around my birthday. Um, but I do remember seeing it in like the theater with like a bunch of kids. Nice. Um, yeah. And it was like a birthday party thing. Can um, you remember if it was like a good friend or just like, a, I'll go to the, I'll go to this bitch's party. Like, I don't even remember if it was me or a friend. So like, <laughs> no idea. My mom's going to listen to this and she'd be like, Allie, how could you forget so-and-so's birthday party? I'd be like, I remember the movie. So <laughs> yay. <laughs> I watched the ring at a sleepover. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It, was, it was me and I mean, Amber that's Tan- perfect sleepover. That's perfect oh, yeah. sleepover movie because you don't yeah, sleep. That movie, yeah, that movie was made to be watched. And, and I watched, No, uh, this, this was definitely... This was definitely a, like, let's grab all the kids and go to the movie theater. 
Oh, oh, you went to the movies. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. We okay. saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah, a big that's why deal. I don't remember if it was my birthday or not. Yeah, uh, when, like, yeah. all the kids. Oh, mm-hmm. man. What a, yeah. what a nightmare. I only, did that, I only did that with two movies in my lifetime as a kid, like, where, like, the whole lot of us, like, went and saw a movie. Uh, one was for my birthday, Fifth Element. Ooh, good one. Um, yeah, but uh, not great when you're my dad taking a bunch of 12-year-olds. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about that scene. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you mean <laughs> there's, the, the, yeah. the scene, there's okay. Ossie Jovovich being in that movie. Yeah, yeah, there was, there, there's, uh, there's nudity and two sex scenes. Two. Um, Wait. And it's, oh, yeah. It, and it's yeah. just a sex scene. Yeah, Chris Tucker movie. has a lot of sex in that movie. Yeah, he does. Like it's a very sexual and, and sex and and yeah. sex that you you as a twelve year old would have a lot of questions about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like when the plane, yeah. like the the ship blasts off at orgasm. Uh huh. Yep. Um. So I saw that, and then uh, uh, Mission Impossible Two. Um, oh, one of those really things was sexy. much better than the other one. <laughs> We all we all left. I remember all of my friends. I think that one was for my birthday too. Um, I think we all left that one and was like, "Well, we really liked that first one." I think that was the first movie I ever saw that I was like really disappointed with, like as a kid. I Ooh. remember Mine was my critical on the brain. <laughs> what, what did you say, Ali? Mine was "Blame It on the Bellboy," which uh, I don't even know what that is. Uh, I would not recommend looking it up. I don't. Okay. It was with. Uh, like What's Buster his name? Cousin Balky from uh, Perfect Strangers was the reason we oh, went to go see this movie. Yeah, Buster Keaton. I vaguely remember this now. Yeah. Uh, Bronson Pinchot? Yeah. Oh, the guy from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, yeah. also was in that. But oh, at the no. time, famously was Cousin Balky. Right, sure. From Perfect Strangers, yeah. Was, Which is, I think, why we went to see store. it. Oh, boy. I, I remember uh, going in a big group uh, to go see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, oh. at at Grapevine Mills Mall, and uh, I remember just being like super weirded out that when you're a kid watching a bad movie is almost like watching a drunk adult because you're like, wait, this, <laughs> this this thing that's supposed to be like taking care of me and like guiding me is like incompetently made, and I it's bothering me. What is this? It's like, I think this, because when you're a kid, you don't really, the idea of a bad movie is just a boring movie. Right. Like, yeah. But, but this was like, there's a lot of stuff happening. There's like werewolves and, uh, 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 car, giant cars and invisible people. But it's just, th- I can just tell that this is really shitty. Uh-huh. Actually, it might've been the He-Man movie. Might've been the first bad movie I saw. Oh, wow. With Frank Langella. Yes. As as, uh, as Skeletor. Skeletor. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. I just, mm-hmm. I don't remember, I I don't know, maybe I, I, I can't remember if I liked it or not. I remember you didn't. not, well, I know that I don't remember anything really about that movie, except when they're <laughs> eating, like, fried chicken. Yeah. And, that movie. And what's her name is like, what are these white sticks? And they're like. Oh, it was, uh, it's Monica. It's, it's, it's Courtney Cox. What? It is, yeah. yeah. She's, she's the the teen, the teenage girl that helps He Man learn the, the the ways of the eighties. 
Ah, uh, yes. Wow. You want to you you fish you know, out just water. like what happens in the He-Man lore. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Who knew the girl from the Dancing in the Dark video was in the He-Man movie? Shia LaBeouf <laughs> gets, uh, gets his first car, but it turns out it's actually He-Man. <laughs> uh so so uh so beyond your uh your your birthday party uh memories of seeing the movie for the first time what what do you what do you think of uh part three overall i feel like part three is probably the most ridiculous of them but also is my favorite because it is the most ridiculous of them. <laughs> yeah i mean they make a train go 88 <laughs> yeah they do um, it's just, it's, I, I love it because if just, only, if, if only they had a monorail in, uh, 1885, if only, um, it's, it's funny because I was literally just watching the flash, uh, before I was watching this, uh, mm-hmm. and this season is a lot of time travel shenanigans, mm-hmm. um, and what I love about the flash and also what I love about back to the future three is it just embraces the ridiculousness and goes with it. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like everything, like, and there are so many, it's like the comedy rule of threes. Yeah. So, like, the whole, like, don't call him chicken thing in this movie is just, like, at its peak. And to Uh me, it's the funniest. Like, (laughs) everything that they, like, all of the running gags, it's like, okay, this is the third time I've seen it, and now it's even best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and we get like, uh, you know, we didn't get a legitimate, uh, female lead in part two and we, we, Mm -hmm. we get one, uh, again in this one after like kind of, I mean, you know, Leah Thompson's in all three, but like she doesn't play a main role in either of the sequels. She's really just a lead in the first one. And then there's like, you know, Jennifer's like plays the role of unconscious girlfriend, um, (laughs) Which you were there for. I was there uh, for. And, and 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 Marty Martet. What is Marty's daughter's <laughs> right. name? Who is yeah, right. Marlena. Marlena. So ev- even when we do have a girl, she's played by a boy. Yep. Yep. For funsies. Um, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, yeah. And then this one we get uh, we get Clara, and it's great. It's great. Clara's great. Yeah, is, Clara is great. I like her a lot. Now that we're kind of nearing the end of this rodeo, and, and, and Ali, you've been with us in, since the beginning, is the underserving of the female characters and actresses in this trilogy, which sucks, and it's always a bummer, like when, especially when we get into the sequels. But I think for what it's worth, I think that might be the thing that's aged the worst out of these movies, which is kind of impressive, considering how old they are. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, and I don't know what it, like, I feel like having, I mean, there's, there's obviously like 1950s gender politics happening and like weird 80s stuff happening in the first movie, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I've always really liked Lorraine, um, Mm -hmm. and Leah Thompson. I love Lorraine. Um, and and I feel like, she's like, I, I feel like she, Despite the 1950s politics things, like she knows what she wants, and so she's yes. gonna go for it. And there, and there's something like respectable about that, right? You know, and, and even in that context, like, right, it's it's weird. Like the gag is not her seeing a boy that she thinks is cute and wanting to go after him. That's not the gag. 
like it's not like her being empowered about that is yeah. not the gag the gag is that's her son <laughs> yeah right. yeah exactly so that's what's fu- like the funny part that you're like oh this is making me uncomfortable but also laugh is because like they're yeah. related not because she's, she's, yeah she's, she's doing she's doing that. Or I, any other kind of horror yeah any other kind of weird like thing that a screenwriter might like put on that character for being right like full forward like like you know self-motivating um right and i feel that. like in in two it's it's she feels like she's the prize yeah you know like yeah. they go and like she's like married to biff and like she's got the fake right. boobs and then it's she she really does feel like a turfy wife yeah and it's like without and joy it, uh, yeah um yeah and then clara is i don't know like i always thought clara was pretty cool i yeah. love clara um they they all no, clara we 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 really like watching this. I mean, it got to the point where where uh, where Nick was saying like, I actually think I prefer Clara to Lorraine, um, which is which was crazy. When if you heard Nick talk about Lorraine in the first movie <laughs> um, and how much he loved her, so yeah, no, we're we're yeah, big fans of Clara. I think I yeah. think Clara is really and I, fantastic, and I love <laughs> that like her, like her thing is that she is smart. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And and Lorraine too, like the, the Lorraine and Clara both very much are women fighting against the confines of what their age has put on their not the ages and their ages, but like their civilization mm-hmm. and their society has put on like women. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can mm-hmm. feel that Lorraine like wants to do more and say more when like mm-hmm. Biff is bullying her, but like right. you can know there's always this like tension of like i want to like just deck this dude but like i've been told that like that's bad and right. like with clara you've kind of seen a character that's somewhat at peace with the you know by society's like measure she's kind of like her kind of golden years have passed her by and she's not like bitter about that but there is a melancholy to it that really makes think- her endearing Right, but I also think that those circumstances kind of let her get away with what she is. Like, like mm-hmm. because, oh, right. totally. because in society, or because, like, you know, it's, what, the 1850s, 1880s? I forget. Yeah, 18, 1885. Right? Oh, yeah, 1885, okay. yeah. yeah. Because, I, like, I, the I, 1880s, no. and, like, she's the school marm, like, she's clearly not going to get married and have children because she's too old, so... She's kind of been put in this corner of, like, we're not really going to pay attention to her, which kind of lets her, you know, be able to be who she is. Like, people are already going to be like, "Uh, whatever, it's like old Clara. Um, Mm. And it lets her kind of, you know, it gives her more of a freedom. She doesn't have to play by everybody else's rules because they've kind of already, they don't expect her. Mm-hmm. To be right. to fit She's in. Like, who am I trying to impress? I'm right. 38. And well, and they're also like, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way out. Cares what she's doing? Like, it's not like yeah. she's getting married anytime soon. Yeah, right. It's it's interesting, but yeah, like I, they're just such both, and they're both such solid comedic performances mm. uh, from Steenburgen, and, and you know, I, I think Steenburgen is definitely playing like the straight man, so to speak, and as, as opposed to Lorraine, which is kind of like a. Uh, a conflict starting character uh mm-hmm. but yeah i think they're both really great performances well and you know what this is something else too um i mean 
you know, we don't get a whole lot of Claudia Wells in the first film. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't, you don't get, you don't get like a lot of personality from Jennifer in the first one. She's just like uh, put upon, she, endlessly yeah. supportive girlfriend. Yeah, she's um, like token girlfriend. Like Marty clearly has to have a girlfriend because it would be weird if he didn't. Right, right. Um, they might talk about that old man that he's always hanging out with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but uh, when you get to Elizabeth Shue, like Elizabeth Shue actually does make pretty specific character choices with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And when you look at – When she's conscious. Lo- right. And when you look <laughs> at Lorraine, Jennifer, and Clara, they are three distinctly different characters, mm-hmm. which I think is uh, – Mildly impressive, yeah. Um, For 1984, considering they're the the most amazing thing they thought could be female cops. Yeah, right. Oh, Racing Foley. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Oh, yeah. It must be the future. (laughs) I, uh, I, you know, they're doing such interesting things with the comics. That's a mini series that I would pitch. Is just like Clara, Jennifer, and Lorraine having to like three doctors style team up to like save doc and Marty from some kind of time. Calamity. Oh, I like it. I'd read yeah. that. I'd read that. I'd also read recent Foley comics, but you know, I Absolutely. think we established that well the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, recent um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get to, uh, tomorrow's minute. Um, in the meantime, uh, Ali, where can where can people find you on the internet? What are you what are you up to right now? Uh not a whole lot. So you can find me on Twitter complaining about uh the salads that I'm eating. Oh. Uh, at, at Wonder Alley. Uh is my handle there and pretty much everywhere else on the internet. Yeah. You're either eating salads or working on your night cheese. Yes. These are these are I, I eat salads so I can work on my night cheese. <laughs> right. That's that's you yeah. you hit thirty eight and you know it's you do, uh it's all downhill. Do so you do one for them, you do one for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh all right. Well uh we will be back tomorrow with minute one oh four. In the meantime, go check out uh moviesbyminutes.com, check out all of the other podcasts that we've got going on over there. And uh, keep your ears peeled um, and your eyes peeled for the uh, Movies by Minutes convention coming to Chicago in August. Uh, Nick and I will be guests and uh, we'll, be, we'll be doing a live Back to the Future minute episode, show, something. Um, we don't know exactly what that thing is going to be yet, uh, but we have some ideas. And uh, you, if you're in the Chicago area or we're looking for an excuse to go to Chicago – now you have one so uh go check that out and uh we will uh, be back tomorrow with minute 104 bye, bye guys, guys.